Self-titled, episode 9, September 28th. It's on a Friday. We said it was going to be Wednesday, and we have had a hell of a time getting this episode done. Some things happened. A couple um, things. And I don't want to point fingers at anyone at this table, um, so I won't. We won't mention the person by name, but on Wednesday, when this person got off work, who was half of this podcast, they may have fallen asleep. And slept until about seven o'clock till the other person called them and asked if they were okay. Uh, and again, I'm not pointing fingers at the people at this table, but I just want to apologize for what they did. It's not our brand. It's not what we represent. We don't represent laziness. We represent punctuality. And so that's the official self-titled statement. Again, not pointing fingers at anyone. I was worried, man. <laughs> I was worried. I was texting you, called you. I, I woke up to like. Four missed calls, five texts, and I was just like, "Yeah, I did it again." Yeah, because like, it's not—it's not the first. No, um, he's—he's he's done this before, back when we were in college, which sounds weird saying that. Yeah, but yeah, freshman year, uh, I fell asleep at like two in the morning, which is normal for us then, and I woke up at five thirty p.m. to uh, just a plethora of calls and texts from from Tristan and Reed going, "Where are you?" I was asleep. Slept, something. He slept through class, like all of his classes through that class, day. Through class, through breakfast, lunch, almost dinner. Um, and I didn't even acknowledge, like, I woke up to all the texts and calls from him, and I just said, hey, you want to go get food? And he was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, where, <laughs> where have you been? So I'm hungry. So, so to give, and to now. give you all the, how our daily routine was back then, it was, you know, we'd all go to our classes, whatever do we had to do, and then when 6 o'clock rolled around, it's usually when we went to the commons to eat dinner. And then after usually, that, we 6 would, o'clock. And then after that, it was... Braves games, late night show. Right. And then probably Xbox go get another meal two. at the Hoot. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we we ate four meals a day back then. We lived large. Yes, it was nice. But uh, yeah, so you know, 5.30 comes around when we usually have our little group text every day. Be like, hey, are we going to the commons? And Lucas is nowhere to be found. Nope. And uh, yeah, so we got worried. And then, so we go and eat. And we're actually, we're sitting in the commons and Lucas texts us. He goes, y'all want to go to dinner? And we're just like, <laughs> what? We're, we're, we're about to leave. Like we already ate. Yeah. I'm not proud of it. It happens. So, all right. So he doesn't show up on Wednesday and we're just like, it's all good. Let's, uh, you know, after, after I go to dinner, I'll come back and let's see if we can figure out how we can do this on the anchor app. Shout out to anchor. I mean, you know, they had, you know. It, they're our they host gave site. Us a, yeah, the host site. They gave us a chance, um, but had some more technical issues. Where, and, uh, yeah. We were basically like, I felt like I was in high school. It was, was, it was like a weird conference call, but also we were sitting on our beds, like sitting crisscross out. Right. So I was trying to record something. I was like laying on my stomach and I had my legs kicking behind me, mm-hmm. you know, while yep. we were doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. It was basically like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, that didn't work out. It just kept cutting off. So we were just like, you know what? Uh, I guess we're doing it Friday. So we're back. We're with our equipment and man, we're really, uh, we're struggling with this whole keeping promises thing because we go like a month straight of being like, yeah, we're back to every week. And, and then somebody falls asleep or somebody goes out of town or something just happens. Yeah. We've gotten real good at this. So, but Hey, this is now two consecutive weeks where we've had a podcast though. That is very true. Which is it's an improvement. We're getting better. Yeah, we were getting first better. first six, we were, we were automatic. We were on fire. And I hate that we couldn't follow up our last episode because it was very good, Yeah, in my opinion. But, and, uh, but this one, 
very sports heavy. Uh, last weekend, we're late. A lot of the buzz has worn off. At least not for me, but I'm sure the no, buzz has worn off for exciting. a lot of people. Uh, very, very historic weekend in the state of Atlanta when it comes to sports. Um, state of Atlanta. Here we go. Did I say state of Atlanta? Yeah, you did. Sorry. No. City of, city of Atlanta, play, state of so Georgia. It can't possibly be just a city. Um, and we'll, we'll go in chronological order. So we'll start with the Braves on Saturday yep. at 1 o'clock. We're, is, we're, it's chop. It's Choptober. It's Choptober. Yeah, it's Choptober. Defend the ATL. Yes, I'm pretty division champs. Yeah, no. So we swept the Phillies last weekend on Saturday when we won. Uh, we clinched, which we weren't even supposed to do. We weren't even supposed to be 500 this season, but we clinched. We're going to the playoffs for the first time in five years. Some people might have gotten emotional and cried again. I'm not pointing fingers at anybody. Um. It was a good time. It was fun. Watching Acuna go live in the locker room and him just being so excited. Yes. Um, I will say, though, I got a little worried. Because Acuna's not 21. <laughs> I was like, put that champagne down. <laughs> what are you doing, kid? Or don't, or don't record this live. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's is right. That, yeah. Is that group two? Yeah, he was on live. Because uh, you, you don't need to have that. People are watching, and I don't want anything bad to happen. So put it down. Um, but he was just spraying it on people. I think you're allowed to spray it. He wasn't drinking If he it. gets a drop of that on his tongue. Nope. <laughs> nope. Don't even lick your lips, Ronald. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, mouth closed. Get him a snorkel. Get Ronald yeah, get a him snorkel. a snorkel. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the goggles. He just needs the tube. <laughs> um, well, that was all fun. It was cool seeing on Sunday, seeing uh, Freddie, because Snicker put Freddie and Nick Markakis out when he benched everybody else, and he started them. And after the first inning, when they ran back onto the field, he each he pulled each of them off the field so they could get like, a standing ovation. Because Mark Akis has started every single game for us this year. Yep. Freddie Freeman has stuck with Atlanta when he probably could have gone elsewhere and mm-hmm. been in an abysmal franchise for five years. So he's finally getting... Well, you know, the, there was that period of time where they were there was always the talks about, like, maybe we should just... We need to trade Freddie to, yeah. get, to get more people and just get a little, like, jump start. But. Yeah, but, I mean, him... I mean, Julio Tehran has also been with us the entire length of time, but Freddie's far more the... Far more productive more of the two. pivotal Atlanta player. Um <clears throat> So it was cool to see him get him and Nick get that recognition and just see how genuinely excited Atlanta was for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was cool. Um, the most popular sports team in the Southeast. Absolutely. Uh, Choptober is here. I'm not exactly sure who we're going to be playing. I don't think, um, I, don't, I don't think that's even been, yeah. Cause I think there's still, I think games. home field, home field, home field advantage is still up for grabs. Yeah, it is. So I, I don't even think that's even a, um, so I mean, we lost the Mets last <coughs> no yeah Mets past two nights past two nights but I mean we lost to Matt Harvey, so Matt Harvey every, and Jake Degrom, yeah so, not Matt Harvey Degrom that's on me that's on me well Cindergard uh, yeah so Cindergard and we, Jake Degrom Sorry. we lost to two of the better pitchers in baseball I'm not too worried about it yeah um so I'm optimistic I'm excited well, Degrom literally has like. He has a historic season. He's probably going, going to win right Cy now. Young with like three wins, right? Because the Mets are just because that his, garbage of a. Uh, his ER, I think his ERA was like, I can't remember. It's it's it's, it's something about his ERA. They did if his, I remember they right. did his runs allowed, and they just said runs allowed per game. Yeah, he never got a above three, and I think it was like Mike Francesco, which was one of the big New York radio people. Yeah, he, and literally it just sounded like somebody was reading computer code. He was like zero. One, one, 
zero zero <laughs> going one, through his games two yeah three zero 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 one and he did that and it was like a 45 minute clip yeah. of him saying zero one two or three and that's insane yeah, and he only insane. has like a handful of wins i and he's been cool about it he hasn't said anything bad he hasn't been like oh hey maybe if a baseball bat hit a ball for our team every now and then it'd be yeah. cool He's like, reason, nope, I'm just going to win. number 5,003, why the record on a pitcher should not. It shouldn't matter shouldn't as matter. much. Um, but also. It and make, it really doesn't. But it's really the, it's the, it's the sports media that makes it matter. Yeah. And it shouldn't. Because you know if you pay and attention to baseball, you need to know that a pitcher is literally half. Right. Um, but this makes me hate the Mets more. Because DeGrom doesn't deserve that. Yeah, you. I mean, you I mean, came out so hot, really. No, and they came out so hot in April, and like I kind of wanted the NL East, like all of us, but the, Mar- the Marlins, the Marlins never be good. But like all of our team, like the whole NL East being good, and had we come out and had the season we had against, that would have been awesome. But the, the Mets just let Degrom down. Like, how dare you? Yeah. That man deserves at least ten wins. And you're right. I mean, in the beginning of the season, the Mets were supposed to be hot. They yeah. were like the most talked about team in baseball. Yeah. And them in the Phillies, it was it all it made it they made it seem like it was going to be Nationals, Phillies, Mets. It was going to be those three teams. Maybe well, the Nationals, the not Braves so much, weren't but. the Braves weren't supposed to be. <clears throat> wow, the Nationals are going to end up with a better record than the Phillies. Anyway, the you like the Phillies are on a two and eight in the last ten. <laughs> yeah, and they could be the first team to have like what was the stat? It was like the first team to lead the division at one point and then finish with a losing record. Uh, it's, it's some, it was something like yeah, that. Yeah, they're 78 and 81. Yeah. So they can get to a 500. Which is insane. So if they sweep the Braves. They have been awful. That's an historic collapse. Yeah. That's exciting. They're 11 games back. Wow. And to think, that is who we were racing against all season up until all throughout, about a month ago. All throughout August, man. <clears throat> yeah. All throughout August. I was like, damn, the Phillies are, nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. Feels good. It feels real good. Yeah, it was great that. You know, it really didn't come down to these last two. If it was this weekend, I don't think I would, I would be an emotional wreck. I don't think we'd be able to do I know, this. seriously. I'd be too stressed. So I'm glad we got it done early. Second team to clinch. That's the goal, Yep. Uh, nobody was going to clinch before Boston, who has an astounding 107 wins, 52 losses. Mm. That's insane. Their home, so their home record is 56 and 22. They're so good. <laughs> I mean, I want... The fact of the matter is the Yankees are nine games back at 98 and 61. Nine games back. And if I'm not... If, without 98 does wins. Does Houston season. have 100 wins? No. They don't? How many do they have? Yes, 100. They do have 100. Yeah, 158. Okay. So that's why I was like, they're, and they, and they're the nine a- games back and they have the third best And the AL West, in the, in I mean, baseball, they're at 100 the and the Athletics are at 96 wins and they're four and a half games back of the Astros. Tell you what, man, Oakland... I saw another stat for them that they basically have a Billy or a Billy Bean on there again. Moneyball Part Two. Yeah, it's like the lowest, uh, <clears throat> lowest paid or the cheapest roster. I guess yeah, you could the say cheap, they're the cheapest roster. Yeah. yeah, and to be in the postseason, that's impressive. Yeah, it's very impressive. Yeah, so that's where we are. I think I think playoffs start what next weekend. Uh, I think the first games are like October second. Yeah, so next week, second or third. Um, we so. will probably be at the battery for game one. We will at least I hope we'll do what we can. Yeah, at least the first weekend game. Yeah, um, and then yeah, we'll probably drink responsibly there. Probably um, not. 
and then I wish uh, we were big enough so we could do like a live. Oh, that'd do, be cool. Uh, doing a live show from the battery. The battery. That'd yeah. be so cool. No, that'd be fun. Speaking of that, you know who? You, you know we could have done it if the Braves asked us. Not they asked us, or had. Turns out we could ask them. We could. You could reach but, out and be like, "Hey, if we do a podcast." Turns out, they they they're just like, "Nah." We won't even. They didn't even reach out to us, and they just started their own podcast. They didn't even send a feeler. Didn't even. Yeah, weren't even like. They hey, didn't we, ask for tips. Nope. They're like, "Hey, how did you guys build your very successful yeah. podcast?" They didn't ask at all. They're like, "Little Bridge, we'll do it." And I would have been more than happy to help. Yeah. You know what? I would. I would. I would have been their sound guy. Absolutely. At the very least, I would have been their sound guy. Absolutely. But no, they don't even want to know. I would love to be they involved. They didn't even reach out. This. But Jerks. you know, hey, it's another competitor. Even though I love them. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> 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 just another another per, another <laughs> podcast to take down correct as if we've taken any down but yeah it's um, the, we're gonna it's the it's the foresight that we have <laughs> um and then so that was the braves that was the kickstarter of the weekend <clears throat> georgia very, very georgia won around the same time that game ended georgia beat missouri but that was uh not really well, well on the first well, we'll get to that yeah. well we're saving that for the football ending that's fine um and then on sunday we had what the entire world's been waiting for. It's not a Georgia thing, but it happened in Atlanta. It, the whole world was waiting for it, and it happened right here. In Atlanta, at East Lake. Tiger Woods won a tournament, won the tour championship. He almost won the FedEx Cup, which is insane, um, considering that less than a year ago, we didn't know if he was ever going to play again. And he won the tour championship, almost won the FedEx Cup, is on the Ryder Cup. Very convincing matter. And I'm going to put some serious money down on him come April, and I'm going to just going to bet the house. On I'm him feeling the same Augusta. way. That's it. I I can't. Yeah, I'm too. I'm you the same can't way. now. Well, I'm too I'm blinded least, now. I'm definitely going to at least bet that he wins one major next year. Oh, he for whether sure wins. whether it's Augusta or not, I don't know. But he, he he's going sure to win at least one major next yep. year. I have no doubt. He's back. I have no doubt. He's doubts. absolutely back. And just and then to see, so he wins that it was awesome. Had Justin Rose not birdied. 18 tiger would have won the fedex cup um and then he go gets on a plane right after they go to france for the Ryder cup and so naturally they're still interviewing about his win because it was his first win on tour in five years it was his 80th win they they asked him something about how did you feel about all of the younger guys saying hey we wanted like we want to go against tiger in his prime tiger woods laughed and then goes well they wanted it. I guess we'll find out. You don't want that. You want none of that smoke. You don't don't touch it. You've poked not a bear, a tiger. They kept you, saying they kept saying how they wanted to just go against me. Well, here we are. I mean, uh, uh, are you kidding me? No. I, when I saw that clip, people well, are going to die. People are going to die on a golf course. That and the Mount Rushmore clip is that what we're about the, to talk yeah, about? Yeah, that's what I was going to bring up. Oh, uh, so the first one, Tiger. He <laughs> not only is he winning on the golf course, he is winning. With the media, because... Nailing it. I mean... Because I think this is the lo- most loose he's been in his career. Absolutely. You never really... You never heard him, you know, have these no. kind of interviews and stuff like that ever. He, and he's, that's... I've never seen Tiger Woods smile more right. than I have in the past like, year. Which is great. And they keep talking about that because, you know, he's almost like a journalist nightmare. You know, trying to get the answers that you want from him. I mean, he still kind of is, depending on what you're asking. But yeah. when it comes to... You know, when it comes to actual golf questions, um, yeah, he's definitely so much. You can tell he's enjoying it, which not only I think it's so much better now because 
back then i'm sure he enjoyed it back then but i genuinely he is just happy that he's competing i think he's, he's acknowledging it more now i he's think he's appreciating yeah, he's it acknowledging more. it which he didn't and i'm sure he did he just didn't show it back because i don't think he ever thought he was going to be down right i don't think young tiger was ever once like oh i could maybe i'm gonna not do this forever the, yeah he was like, gonna do this one and he pretty much said that he was yeah he said you know you see these guys that are playing in these tour championships or the majors and they're 70 and they're competitive and he was like i was certain you know that that was what was going to happen i was going to play for forever and then yeah. so when this happened and i realized that you know it's, it's, it's got a time at that cap. point he wasn't sure that he was even going to play again so now that he's at the fact he's at the point where he's he very well could winning. stay competitive for the next you know five years if not longer maybe i mean yeah so right. i mean it's but the mount rushmore clip also when so uh he was it was a video spot that they were doing for the Ryder cup, cup promo and they asked him who his mount rushmore of golf would be and he kind of sits there for a second he goes all right uh Sneed, uh, Jones, Nicholas. Nicholas, and me. me. And then just looks at the camera with like the most like, yeah, I, I can't even. He was looking down. He had his arms the whole crossed. Time. He was looking down left. Yeah. And then he looks up at the camera and goes, me. me. And video <laughs> ends. What? That was one of the most incredible like clips, I've sports clips I've ever seen in my life. I want to feel about, I want to feel like that about myself Anything. one day. Anything. Just that confident in anything. Yeah, anything. Literally anything. Like, hey, my, who, like my who, handwriting is that good. Like, yeah, hey, I'm, the, who, I'm the Mount Rushmore who's the, handwriting. Who's the best Lucas? Me. Like, I just, something like that. But, I mean, when he, when I watched that video, I was like, you know what? Jack Nicholas is sweating. Yeah. <laughs> He's nervous. It should be. Because Tiger's coming. The other thing it made me want to do, I immediately wanted to go play golf, even though I know I, I would be so I'm now, stoked. I now don't want to play. <laughs> and it's funny because you know how every time a major comes around, especially in the Masters, you get that you get the fever, like you get yeah. it's the Masters fever, right? Yeah. So you, I, I want to go play. Like I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. I feel yeah. inspired, and then I, it never goes well. But yeah. after seeing that, I'm just like, oh, yes. I, can, <laughs> I can just. Everyone keeps talking about running through a brick wall, but that literally is yeah, no, what it, I could probably do after watching that. Yeah, no, it was just, man. And then just to see the crowd, I mean, there was a there was a mass of just humanity around Tiger it was Woods a walking up to the 18th grade. Absolute mob. They lost Tiger in it. Yes. There's a picture of him, and he's like, there are people, like six rows of people in front of him sprinting towards the green. Yeah. And Tiger's just in the middle of this. He's walking. Like, like his normal guards. walk. And did you see the look? On the security guards' faces, they were like, "They were panicked." Oh my! <laughs> they, 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 they were like, all four of them. I know we're thinking this is a golf event. Yeah, what is going? And what just, do we do? They're having to full on shove people, and they're screaming, "Get out!" And Tiger literally never looked at anybody. He looked straight at his golf ball, and he walked in a straight line. And I know, but you could tell he was trying so hard to not start smiling and start he was, like he was, he was trying. It. He was feeling. Oh, absolutely. There's no way I would he be too. Are you kidding me? Oh, you have to. Um, but then. It, I, shout out to after, security at like i mean the fact no and i watched every video no one actually touched tiger i don't know or how, rory uh, yeah well no one touched well, rory. yeah but i mean collapse, still but, like there's two there's two superstar golfers and no one did anything like uh, yeah they were rushing the golf course they were running with like next to them around but you them. couldn't stop that like there, yeah there was no like the national guard would have been probably the only like the military yeah. would yeah. have been the only people to really be like hey don't come under the green anybody else tells me Hey, don't get close to the green when Tiger Woods is about to win. Right. I'm going to, no. My, I, uh, I'll risk there was a guy at work that was there on Sunday, which I am oh. so jealous. Oh. He canceled plans that he had 
on Sunday to go when he saw that Tiger after I think it was like halfway through Saturday when he was like four or five up. He was yeah. like, "All right, well, I'm going tomorrow." And uh, he showed me a picture. He was standing. He wasn't. He didn't run out on the course, but he was standing on the ropes of. He was probably like right, sh- just short of the green in the fairway, and he took a picture of Tiger and Rory walking up, and just the absolute just. I can't even the, the aerial shots of it. Yeah, like I looked like a music festival. Yeah, like it was insane. So when people say oh, I wanted to cry, that and people with the people, I know some people are like, oh well, like we need to talk about more in golf than Tiger Woods. I'm like, no, Tiger Woods is golf. Like it hasn't been up like t- ever. Golf, golf is only popular, well at least in our generation, when Tiger Woods is winning. Because, like, as much as you and I, like, you know, the Spieths and the, and the McElroys and the Fowlers, the average sports fan... Who are superstars, to, yeah, by the, the way. And the average sports fan knows the names of them, but is not going to watch a tournament because Sunday Spieth is coming. Right. That's not going to happen. The average sports fan is going to watch and gamble and spend money and time into watching Tiger Woods win. They're not watching golf. They're watching Tiger Woods. Yep. And if you are a golf fan... You need to like that because it means your sport is going to continue to get more and more popular. Yes. That means more younger people will start to play, which means it will continue to be a popular thing. And then there could, there will be another golfer at some point. Because there was. You, that, had, you had Arnold Palmer. You right. had Jack. You had Gary. And then I can't honestly tell you a very significant person between them. And then Tiger. Right. But before them, there was you know Bobby Jones and them. There's going to and be Payne somebody Stewart and all these yeah, guys. There's yeah, there's going to be somebody that comes up once Tiger is officially gone. Right. And I think the reason that we haven't had the breakout is because mob because Tiger was always in the background. Right. Tiger was always just kind of like just he might pe- be coming back he and then he doesn't. Through, he he might peeking, be coming he back peeking through the brush. Right. While and, Jordan is going on his tear, which this if this had happened in any other time, Jordan Spieth would be he would be like. Spieth or when Rory went on that because Rory yeah. still has yeah. the most majors out of all the young guys. Yeah, um, which is insane to me, and they're all so very young still. But like you heard earlier this year at the Open, when Spieth, when when Tiger was making the run at the Open, and Spieth was in the lead, he looked up and he saw Tiger Woods on the leaderboard, and he did a three wood, three wood out of the fescue <laughs> into a freaking tent. And when they get to the green, he looks at his caddy. He goes, I looked at the scoreboard. <laughs> he literally said that. He literally is like, I looked at the scoreboard. Like I, He's <laughs> scaring. He's scaring people. Tiger yeah. with, and then Rory, who has been on this tear, who was doing good, who was supposed to go head-to-head with Tiger, collapsed because he's playing against Tiger Woods, and you don't want that. And you saw the clip on Sunday when they were playing together, and Tiger saved par from – I can't remember where he hit it. It was on the front nine. On one? Was it one? It was one. And he saved par, and you just see he, – Rory just drops his head, pinches the bridge of his nose. He's like, oh, God, yeah, he knew this is going to be a long he day. He was done. <laughs> like, I, I, I in no part of my life want to be in a competition with somebody, see them do something, and then just have that no matter what I do. Literally in the first going, five minutes. I'm not going to win. And then Rory just had to sit out there and shoot like 100 and go through 18 holes of golf, like, while everybody... And then get mobbed. Yeah, and you, <laughs> Not know, even he, you know he's saying, like, don't get away from get away from get away yeah. from get away. But, like... Well, he even did, like, a little, like, trot out of the group. He was like, I gotta get out of this. <laughs> it, what's funny is they asked Tiger, they were like, how did it feel? He's like, I just didn't want to get mobbed because I'm too old to run. He was like, I can't... <laughs> like, I couldn't run out of the crowd. I was just hoping I didn't get trampled. <laughs> um, and then another... Uh, I saw a clip this morning 
It was either this morning or last night when they were introducing all the players at the opening. It's like the opening ceremony of the Ryder Cup. The Tiger chant that broke out? Yes. When they introduced Tiger, he was the last one they introduced out of everybody. Yeah. And literally, it was just like Jim Furyk couldn't even go on to his next thing because it was so loud for like five straight minutes. People just chanting Tiger. Yes. Tiger Woods... Is, Could you imagine? He's not on the. He's not even on the Mount Rushmore of golf. He is on the Mount Rushmore of, of athletes, like because he's got. I know at one point he was the most recognizable sports figure in the world. Mm-hmm. And he's a golfer. Tiger Woods is the goat. Tiger Woods is back. I just got golf so is better about this. Golf is so Woods. much better it's, uh, it's... because because now if Tiger's in contention on a Sunday. I won't care about anything else. Like I won't care if the leaderboard sucks, but Tiger Woods is there. It's awesome. If it's Tiger and Spieth, it's awesome. That's could even, you imagine? Could you I, imagine a Sunday in Augusta if Tiger and Spieth were just going neck and neck? That would be, and that would be every like sports media, sports journalist, like what dream? If it came down to in a major, especially at Augusta, if it was Tiger Woods and Jordan Spieth. On a Sunday. Yeah. Two of the better the Augusta players. I mean, Tiger Woods probably the best Augusta player. But it, it, that the, I think sports would explode. Sports like, would explode. You and I would explode. I wouldn't. And I would sit there and I would be pulling so hard for Tiger. But I, it would suck because I, I can't. I like Spieth too much. I, to like, I love Jordan too. I, and, I, and so like, but like, I want that. Yeah. I want, oh, I do too. I want that Sunday pairing. I want that to be the last group. And I want to just sit there in complete silence Every time the golf ball's in the air. Yeah. Because that would be... That's what Tiger Woods brings. You can, If you put Spieth with anybody else, it wouldn't have that. And it's still Spieth. You put Tiger with anybody else, and you have that because it's Tiger. I mean, you could put Tiger Woods with someone that I do not know, and if they're in the final pairing, I will watch it as if... As if they were... It was uh, the World Series of right. golf, even if it's not a major. But could you imagine if you get him with another superstar... So the ratings would die. CBS would blow up. Jim Nance would never be able to top it again. I mean, it would. Vern be... Lundquist might actually have a heart attack on the sixteenth. I don't think Vern would be able to go. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> he's trying. To, he's trying to call the tournament from the sixteenth green, and he literally falls he out would of the start, stand. He would start talking about college SEC football, yeah. and they would be like, "Vern, what's happening?" Because I know there's too many people. Um, but no, that's Tiger. That's he's back. That was the Sunday. That was the nightcap. That was the way we ended and, the weekend. And also, if if I'm Phil Mickelson, I'm pulling I'm, out. Of I'm this pulling match. out. I'm be like, oh man, my back hurts. Uh, oh yeah, I, no, no, not even there's... that. Like I would purposely like release that I've been fraudulent on all my tax returns and be like, hey, I got a court thing to deal with. I can't do this golf thing with you, Tiger, because he's dead. He's so dead. He's not. It's over. And that's the other thing. He he plan- He wanted to do this. Knowing damn well that he has not been playing well this whole year. No. And then he wants his like, yeah, I'll take you, Tiger, when Tiger is literally playing his best golf in the last five years. Yeah. Tiger's old Tiger. There's been people that were around Tiger when he was at the top saying this is the best they've ever seen him swing. Mm -hmm. So you're telling me the guy who's the greatest iron player of all time in his prime is swinging now better than he used to. His short game is better. He much better past couple weeks because he Putting changed his driver. He's been in the freaking fairway, and he brought the Scotty back. Scotty season. Everybody's dead. Everyone, the whole golf world, they shouldn't show up. They need to go home and just think about how the fact that they're never going to be as good as Tiger Woods. 
So we're gassing them up a lot. Yeah, but it's the gonna, U.S. struggled today in the Ryder <laughs> Cup. Like, <laughs> we're we're gonna make this real quick. We're just gonna give a quick overview. Um, so the session one, the morning uh, groups that went out, USA won three to one. Tony Finau and Kepka won. Looking Johnson good. Johnson Fowler won. Thomas Spieth won. Tiger Woods and Patrick Reed lost, um, but that's not important. Um, and then session two came out, and uh, I don't think, from what I saw, I didn't watch it. The U.S. team didn't hit a fairway. Um, they didn't hit fairways. They didn't hit greens. Yeah. They didn't hit putts. Uh, so I mean, it was Johnson Fowler lost. Simpson Watson lost, and it was by a significant. Gap oh, Europe two. won three two. Europe won four two. Europe won five four. Mm-hmm. Good night. Yeah, DeChambeau yeah. and Phil apparently did not absolutely have a good time. horrible. Yeah, horrible. I couldn't and, feel and, better about that. And what's so funny is just everyone was like Patrick Reed and Bryson DeChambeau. They're going to be the heroes of the Ryder Cup, and they didn't do shit today. This is this is this Which, might be personally well. Bryson DeChambeau, whatever. I don't really care. But the fact that Patrick Reed is supposed to be America's hero in the Ryder Cup and that he just absolutely floundered today. I, I'm Well, to me, I don't really... Yeah, I'm rooting for the U.S., but personally, I just want to watch good golf. I don't care. I like pretty much everybody that's on the European team. I want the U.S. team to win. I will put away my, my Justin Thomas spite, and I will root for him hard. Right. But, I, I'm cool with DeChambeau. I do not want Patrick Reed to golf well in this tournament. I don't either. If that means so, the USA loses... That's I'm anti Like today, I was like, that's fine. Yeah. That I am so okay with him. Because after every time, like I said, I'll, I'll cheer for the U.S. Go like go America. America. That's fine. But every time I see clips of him from the last Ryder Cup, I just like, I want to punch him. I cringe. I hate He's so, him. I'm so cringy, and I hate it because he got dubbed Captain America. That's such a cool thing to be dubbed. Right. And we're using it on a snaggle to the pit bull. Bulldog, not Pitbull. Bulldog, <laughs> weird, just muffiny guy. I, I hate him. When I heard on, uh, was it? There's no laying up. Was it no laying up that yeah. said he looked like a bag of muffins? Yeah. I, I was like, Jesus. Yeah. I could not have thought of a better. With the worst underbite I've ever seen in my entire yeah. life. This Dude, face, you have every time millions looks... of dollars, get it fixed. Yeah. Every time he hits a shot and he looks up and he's just, he's like, I, I he, wish I could show my face. I'm trying to do his face and it just always, makes me mad. He always celebrates too. Yeah. Like no, over everything. It would be, which, it would which be is a, fine. I that celebrate, but just not him, not you, not him. If, if speed hits a good drive on the first hole on a Thursday and he like did a club twirl and like did a fist pump, I was like, yeah, let's go, which is something he probably shouldn't do. I would be fine with it. If Patrick Reed does it, I want him DQ'd. I want him out. I I don't want him golfing. I I just so if America has to lose for Patrick Reed to be disgraced, eh, sacrifices, man. We don't win in Europe that's anyway. Fine. It has and to. then that's Europe the has their own Patrick Reed and Ian Poulter. <laughs> and today, I, uh, he's another person that like he he could not do a damn thing for the whole year. He almost lost his tour card. He got in on a technicality. Yeah, but. Because he made one big putt during the, you know, whatever. Yeah. I th- it wasn't the last Ryder Cup. I think it was the one before. Yeah. In, the last time we were in Europe. Uh, he's so just, I can't. Today he made a putt and he did a stupid little chest bump thing. And oh my God, I hate him. He's just the worst. So much. He's the absolute worst. But 
Yeah, that's that's pretty much all the Ryder Cup. Not looking great right now, but yeah. it's only five three Europe, so it's not like it's a it's landslide. Like, yeah. But just the fact that we went from we got absolutely smoked, absolutely the second smoked half of the day. in the afternoon rounds, and <laughs> and, they, and Tiger the, didn't play in this afternoon. I think he's playing in the yeah he's and, playing in the and, morning. Him and Reed are playing in the morning again, and they're playing against. Monarch but apparently and they, again. they they played well until the, like the last couple holes, and it kind of fell off. I think to, I. From what I saw, I think Tiger Tracker said he probably made like five birdies on the day. But he said he played well. It's just he couldn't get the ball to move the day. Apparently, he struck it well. He just couldn't. He couldn't get it to cut. When he and Patrick Reed decided to just you know forget how to play golf. Yeah, which again letting is, hold country down. Captain if, America, you clown. And what makes me feel even better is Tiger Woods won't get damage from this. Patrick Reed. It's only Patrick Reed. It's Patrick Reed's scapegoat here. It couldn't work out better. Yeah, it's great for Tiger fans. Um, speaking of another sports figure that we ride. Pretty hard for. Oh, boy. Um, I've been waiting last, for this. Last week, we have slightly different takes on it, but we're pretty much in the same camp here. Last week, the, was it UFC 228? 229? Nine. Ooh, we should have looked this up. This, mm-hmm. this is bad I podcasting. Know, so don't think about the fact that we're looking something up so I can continue with the intro. You don't hit, it's 229. All right, so UFC so 229. You don't hear my keyboard right now. Press conference. The only one they're doing. The only one, because Conor McGregor, Wanted to have a pretty private, closed in. He didn't want to do the big world the tour. Camp. He, he'd like you. He yeah. didn't want people in his camp. They're doing one public workout, which is next week. It's on the third. Yep. He's got his fight at two twenty nine. He's the underdog against Khabib. I'm not even gonna try to say his name. Nurmagomedov. Look at you. You like that? Hey. Yeah, you like that? Look, I'm proud of you. That's never Khabib, Kebab, whatever you want to call him. Khabib. Um, <laughs> So they don't like each other. Um, we're not going to get into all the backstory, um, but McGregor threw a hand truck into the bus that Khabib was in after a UFC event, buddy. What a year, a couple months ago, a year ago at this point. Uh, yeah, it was probably it was probably close like to a eight, year. Actually, it was probably seven or eight months because I think about a year ago was the Floyd McGregor fight. Floyd fight. Yeah. Um, so anyway, court. This happens. They hate each other. They have a press conference and. Tristan's worry was that Khabib wasn't going to be able to speak well enough to actually go back and forth with Connor, and it was going to be kind of just Connor talking. And that's kind of what that's happened. That's basically what happened. I mean, but also, they brought up like their nationalities, mm-hmm. their clans, their fathers' names. Like they were, they, they hate, they hate each other. And I couldn't be more pumped. I I'm still I'm not gonna let myself get excited for the fight until Khabib walks out because Khabib pulls out of fights. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Um, so I won't be pumped until Khabib is like confirmed in the building, walks out. I and, really I don't think I'll be excited until like the bell rings because he could like trip on the way to like yeah. talk to Khan. He pulls um, out of the fight. But McGregor threatened him. Like he said, if you don't show up, you know what will happen to you back home. Connor, you can't do that on national television. That's televised. So many people watched it. He said, "If you pull out of this fight, you know what will happen to you back and home." He was he was bringing up saying he was disrespecting Putin. He what his father was basically, basically father a coward that would stab their like leader in the back if because he had the chance. He took like a picture with a uh, where was it? Um, I don't know. He said it was a dictator. It was a dictator of some sort. I can't remember where it was, but he took like a picture with him and said he was all disrespect. He was like, it's fake respect out of fear. Your dad's a coward. If he was a real man, he would have stabbed him in the back when he had a chance. And I'm like, Connor. And see, part of me, I'm like, I feel like you can either get yourself into some real deep shit saying all this stuff, 
Or you can go out there and knock them out. Or it, exactly. And I think Habib was like, holy that what do but I do? Like, be, I mean, but that but also could be I will give it to him. He never got like flustered. He never really got phased by it. Um when he never does, and he's not but that's the thing. I think he's I understand dumb. I understand he's not I think a, Khabib's um, just dumb. <laughs> well, I also think he's not I mean, he's not a trash talker. He never has been. He's just he's a fight, I'm just gonna I'm I'll smash you. That's basically like all he says. <laughs> I will wrestle. And which is fine. I mean, because he can. He's obviously. I'm never. I am not discrediting Habib's no. skill because he is an absolute animal. And if there's anybody that I'm legit nervous about fighting Connor, it would be him. Like, if I, out of everybody that Connor has fought, this is the guy where I'm like, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, but that even the most mismatched person. Eddie Alvarez was supposed to be a horrible match, like matchup for Connor. But where Connor evens it up is in these press conferences and in these promos. That's where he evens it up because he had Eddie. Eddie had this whole game plan. He even said, he's like, we had this whole game plan. And as soon as I got in the octagon, I like it was not even like game plan never existed. Like yeah. he not once did he ever follow it. I would never. So I mean, I would never be want to be in the ring with any of these guys. But well, like, no, if I were, absolutely not. If I were one of these guys, Connor is not the person I want to see. No, because he just you watch any of his knockouts, they're all just mean, and it's the left hand, and it never they're, looks they're, strong. They're mean, and they're so just like sudden. They're sudden, and they're and they're mean in a way where they're almost kind of embarrassing. Because it never, because there's, there's knockouts where you see somebody gets hit, and you're like, oh yeah, you should go to sleep. Yeah. But when Connor hits people with the, le- like the his left hand, like it doesn't really look like a knockout punch, but people and are they hurt drop quickly. Like, I mean, like Aldo would hit, and like it didn't. It looked like he slapped him. Yeah. But Aldo you couldn't even really see it. No, in but real time. Aldo fell, yeah. fell face forward, and like, what what does that left hand feel like? Right. I don't want to know. Right. And when he said Khabib wouldn't take a slap, imagine what happens when he hears my fist. He'll crumble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just not. I'm no part of that. No sports. I, just, I got Connor just did his thing at the press conference. Did it well. It's, I mean, that was a 10-8 round for Connor <laughs> on the press conference. <laughs> I mean, unanimous. it was. It was yeah, it was. Uh, um, that was. That was rough. I mean. I'm so excited. That's a week from tomorrow. Yeah. And I'm getting a, uh, hopefully I'm getting a bottle of proper 12. We're going to find some proper 12. We're going to drink it. it. This is another thing I want to bring up. Cause I didn't really see that many people talking about it. The, obviously the, all the focus was on, you know, the stuff that was said between, you know, Connor and Habib. Yeah. But I want to talk about how much of, I don't, I don't really want to say it. I respect Dana White because of what he's done with the sport. But he looked like a He's Connor's little bitch. He looked like a bitch. Yeah, and av- he Connor was telling like him what to do, what to say. But you the know what? Whole time. If, if you're Dana, you have to. Which be. I don't blame him. I'm not blaming him for it. But can we talk about have, how this, you don't have this anybody was the else most, in the UFC? Right. But this was the most like a, you know, a lot of time everyone is kind of like behind the scenes stuff when it comes to like business between you know Dana and yeah. his fighters and, and mainly Connor, but. When like that one guy asked if Proper Twelve was going to be a sponsor for the event, 
and Connor made him put the mic up to Dana, his own mic to and Dana, said, so "Tell him, say it." And he's like, "Say it to the people." Yes. And, and Dana kind of dra- like, and like drank with him. I'm just like Dana, d- <laughs> yeah. you are. Oh my god! And I you wanna, might as well give and, you might as well give the company. And what, to Connor and what right I want to know is, could you imagine the UFC run by Connor? He's gonna have that he's much gonna have promoter? equity in it in the next couple of years. I think he already does. I mean, yeah, but I'm saying he's gonna have like yeah. legitimate ownership. No, in like the next once he's done fighting, him as a promoter is gonna be serious. Yeah. But like, if you're like any other fighter, you have to hate it, right? You have to absolutely hate it. You know they do because they try to imitate it. Because I mean, like, I mean, I don't think Khabib necessarily is the guy that would want that. But like, there's so many. I know there's so many people that do not like Connor because. He feels like he gets special treatment, but here's the thing: he gets special treatment because we want to watch him. Right? Like I want to watch a press conference. I want to watch. I want to watch his fight camp. Like Conor McGregor as a person, as an entertainer, because that's what you are when you are a fighter. You're an entertainer. That's yep. what sports is. Sports is sports are. You, if you are a good entertainer, even if you are an average fighter, I'm going to watch you because you are fun. And you're more fun than the 15 minutes you're in the octagon. I can get more out of you. I love DC as a personality outside of press conferences. Like Daniel Cormier, I like him announcing. Mm-hmm. I like I like his I, I like him as an analyst. He's fantastic. I like mm-hmm. him interviewing people. I like his insight. I like when he talks about fighting. I hate him in press conferences. Yeah. I don't like him talking. I don't like him trying to talk trash. That's not his thing. And they try to make him do it. On certain well, fights. that everyone is trying to do it, even if they're not good. It's at not it. for everybody, right? You, you, not everybody can be Connor. And I think we've talked about this before on the show, but like this, this proved to me like this is the first time I've been actually super excited for a UFC fight since since the last time Connor fight Connor and Eddie. Yeah, that was the, <laughs> that was the last time I got this up for a UFC fight. Yeah, and we've watched cards since, and they've been fun cards. Yeah, and we've watched been good. We've probably watched six or seven cards since then. Yeah, but like every actually, time, actually, probably more to be honest. But with you. I haven't been nervous for a fight in a long time. Yeah, I haven't had that feeling like when somebody walking up to an octagon, we'd be oh, nervous, we'd be pumped. Yeah. yeah, dude. And so, and Connor, and I don't know why. Why is that? We're not fighting. No. Like, why does it matter? I don't get it. But, but for like, some reason. Because if Connor loses, for whatever reason, it's going to hurt my pride. And I can't, <laughs> And I don't know if that's because I'm a child. I don't know if I'm ever going to grow out of that. But the, the athletes I really, really like on big stages or the teams I really, well, yeah. really like, you get Absolutely. nervous because that's your guy. That's the guy, like, that your, your team. That's the, that's the whole reason sports are so cool is because right. you are able to identify. Maybe not um, because I can't identify with Connor McGregor. But like, well, you I would say I was about to say that usually when you find an athlete that you like, there is something that you have you gravitate that, towards that for there's something about them, whether it's a personality trait or or they inspire you to do something. Yeah. That's why you gravitate towards them. And that's why if they lose, that's why it's so it's just gut wrenching. But when they yeah. win, you sit there and you're like, and you're like then when, you for when some reason, sports, you feel like when your you sports can, team wins, like when the when the uh, Capitals won the cup, you said we won it. And I and, and I understand. every Capitals fan yeah. says we too. Yeah, like when Georgia won the Rose Bowl, I said we won the Rose Bowl. I did nothing. I did right. <laughs> I, did, I, I watched on the couch and watched the Capitals <laughs> win the Stanley Cup. I did nothing to contribute to this Rose Bowl. Yeah, I probably, um, that's why I understand when people are like, "What do you mean we?" I get it. I understand. Like that is also, a very valid argument. But also, like, I get it, like but. we did it. Like because that's that's sports, and that's why that's why I, I that's it's my thing so much as. What I do with sports is because that feeling is so cool. Yeah. And like seeing this team that you identify with or this athlete that you grew up 
um, watching or like idolize when they do well, it's good. But when like leading up to those events, you're so like, mm-hmm. I can't imagine how they feel. Cause I don't think they're actually nervous cause they're athletes and they're supposed to be there. Yeah. But me like on the couch a thousand miles away, I'm like, Oh, oh God, <laughs> like I'm going to throw up. Like <laughs> it's awful. So yeah, but that's what, but that's, that's the whole part of it. That's the whole part of sports. So it's nice. Yeah. But my pick or my prediction, I don't want to, we have different, I don't want, if I'm, I have a heart, yeah, I, have a I don't, heart, I have a heart pick and I have a brain pick and I don't want to, I don't want to say either of them. So I, I just say we don't do it. I said, right. I said we don't do it. If we do it, if fair. we do it, we do it next week. I think that's fair. On Wednesday when I actually, again, not pointing fingers, when the person that didn't show up Wednesday shows up. Shows up, yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, stay tuned for our picks next week. Yeah. Or our, I don't want to say picks. We'll, we'll talk about say, the actual fight more. Yeah. We'll watch some film. We'll do some, <laughs> we'll do we'll do some, some video analysis. research. Um, and real quick, we're going to wrap it up like we have been. A little bit of football talk. And before we get into our own teams, before we talk about Falcons and Georgia, we need to talk about the Baker Mayfield thing because we missed that. We haven't been able to talk about Baker Mayfield yet. And the Browns won. And Baker Mayfield, I know you don't don't like him. You don't like Baker, right? Is it you that don't like Baker? I mean, I didn't. I don't care now that he's in he's in he's in the pros. Ah, see, I've always liked. No, nah, I didn't. I uh, I love. I don't know. I love the pl- I love the planting of the flag. Um, that didn't bother me. I didn't. O. I didn't care about that. I liked the crotch grab. I liked when. See that I thought was dumb. See, I liked. I mean, it's not smart, but like I liked it. And like yeah. when he went to shake their hands, and they when he went to shake was it Northwestern's hands, and he that went, was and he funny. went back to the bench and he said. They shouldn't have yeah, done that. that. Will, and then he that torched was funny. Him. See, that's, I like him because like in that mentality, I see like he has respect for other people because he does. The re- whole reason he did that to Ohio State is because they did it to him. The, to, yeah. So like that, he, that's why I was like, that's whatever. But he's like never the, one to come out and just straight up disrespect somebody right. to disrespect him. He he talks talk once he's provoked, but he backs it up. Pretty and much. I also think the other reason why I've started to like him more is because he puts Colin Coward in a body bag every time <laughs> Colin tries to like. <laughs> I was I was I was okay on Coward. Like I wasn't a fan, you know. Yeah. Um, and I didn't hate him. But it's it's with fantastic. his Packers stuff. It's made me hate him. Well, it's fantastic when Colin Coward just gets at, just he he gets his ass handed to him on yeah. certain things. You know, there are some things where he might be right, but you know when he gets so damn on his, you know, on his soapbox about stuff that's really just not. It's all generational stuff. With it, him. Yeah, and then when he gets proven wrong, especially when it's by the athlete themselves, like Baker on Mayfield his own show. on his own show, that is okay. It's great. Did you see what him and what other guys said um, after they won last Thursday? No, I didn't actually. They were like, "Did you see like Baker when they won? He did one interview and then he ran off in at the tunnel and locker room and then he came back out and the first thing he had in his hand was a cell phone." And Collins like, "That's the problem with like athletes and kids these days. It's social media." I'm like. He just won his first game as an NFL quarterback. Uh, right. Cleveland won their first game since the Depression. Like, you cannot – like, yes, he wanted his phone. A, he might have wanted to call his mom right, for all we Right, know. exactly. And if he wanted to look at his social media feed, fine. Who cares? If he wanted to tweet, we ate a W, who cares? We ate one. Like that, I just that's such a dumb take, and they made that like they try to make that like a point of the show, like a whole Friday. thing. Yeah, no, you're just find find a new slant. 
Well, I think we're really going to tell what you know how that turns out this week when he since he's starting. I don't know who they're playing. I can't remember, but it, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Um, I mean, he had some throws. Hey, man, no, he did. He looked good. He absolutely did. So I hope he does good. Shout out to him. He did. He came out and he did what he had to do on Thursday. Yeah. And, you know, I hope he continues that because it's a cool story. I mean, it's a, you know, a, a kid that was, I, I walk on. Yeah. Left, you know, that walked whole, on again, became starter. So it's a lost cool story. So, I mean, if he does lost the Rose Bowl to Georgia, this is fun. It was a good story. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. We don't talk about it much. Um, but no, it is a cool story. The next other NFL story I want to talk about before we talk about the very depressing Falcons. The Rams. We, don't, the, we don't really even have to. No, we're just going to mention that they lost the Saints in overtime. Devontae Freeman's out again. We have three defensive starters out for the year. Yep. That's it, though. Everything else is a positive. Calvin Ridley looks like a really good pick. Yeah, holy hell. He looks good. Julio Jones is I'm still glad, yet to get a touchdown. I'm glad that they're throwing him the, they're throwing him the ball. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's, that's the other thing. Matt Julio Ryan is. seems to have found his shoulder after his week one mishap. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was talking Falcons. Um, but the Rams... They're good at football. Mm-hmm. And I know that's not a hot take. I know that is a very well-agreed thing. But, dear Lord, I just want to reiterate how bad of a head coach Jeff Fisher had to be. Because <laughs> that's, I mean, the defense, is, he's got more weapons on defense. And they got Connor Cup as a wide receiver. Right. They looked that bad with you, Jeff? Like, do you right. think Jeff every Sunday just hates his life? He just, I just got outdid by like a 28-year-old kid, he just watched, head coach. He just watches Jared Goff just drop dimes into double coverage in the corner of the I mean, end zone. Sean McVay is not 28, but he is very, very he's 34. young. Like, yeah, he's I mean, not significantly older. And just Todd Gurley, an absolute animal. Shout out. Um, go, go dogs. Uh, Jeff Fisher has to feel like just the worst thing that could have happened in the National Football League. That's fine. Um, and like, I, I don't hate Jeff Fisher. I, I mean, just, no, I absolutely don't wouldn't want to be him. Yeah, no, I wouldn't either. Hey, we went to LA, we failed. And then a kid came in and, uh, they beat the brakes off people. They've scored above 24 points in four straight games yeah. in the national football league. That's a, against a Minnesota defense that should be good, but they keep putting a linebacker on a slot receiver and he keeps getting torched. Anthony Barr has been just abused in the past two weeks. And it's kind of funny to watch. It's very funny to watch. So I was talking NFL. Um, we'll get on to Georgia to wrap it up. They yeah, looked I, like I was saying, you know, with the Falcons that keep it short. We had such a good weekend in Atlanta. It's like it didn't even. I didn't even care that the Falcons. Oh, lost. Saturday night, I looked I, at you and I said the Braves won the pennant. Georgia won. Tigers in the lead in Atlanta. There's zero chance the Falcons win. And then they almost did, but then they lost. Yeah, and it made perfect sense for Atlanta. No, like it didn't, we don't get everything. I really didn't care. It's not gonna happen. It, even if they had won, I'd be like, "Oh, cool, yeah. beat the Saints. That's yeah. awesome." Oh, and two then, and one instead of one and two. Yeah, great. But yeah, whatever. That's whatever. I mean, especially now that all these people are injured and whatnot, I'm just like I've uh, kind of just been like, "Whatever to happens, me, happens." Season, I mean, the season's gonna be a wash. Like, I yeah. mean, I don't think we're necessarily gonna have a losing record, but I don't think we do playoffs. Um, but hey, if we do, that's great. Yeah, it, it, I don't see it. Um. We'll get into Georgia before we wrap this up. I mean, what is there they, really to talk about other than the fact that uh, the offense exactly? Is, I mean, like, yeah, I don't the, know. The, o- the offense we run the ball very well. Uh, we throw very short screen passes to Michael Hardman, and he runs for ninety yards. So offensively, I have no worries. Even though every time Jake Fromm, who's like 
that has like the highest passer accuracy in the, in the country. He missed throws, and I'm just like, bring in Fields. And then I'm like, Lucas, shut up. Like, what? What do you? What's wrong with you? Like, you can't. You can't have everything in life. Yeah. And Fromm got took us to a national championship last year, and he makes like one bad read. I'm like, I want Justin Fields on the field <laughs> right now. Kirby what, Kirby, what are you doing? <laughs> Fromm's lost it, and then he throws like a 70 yard dive. Yeah. I'm like. You idiot. Um, and like again, I like I like Jake Fromm. I don't know why I want Justin Fields so bad. It's because he's going to be so much fun, and I'm worried he'll leave if we don't play him. I don't think so. Um, but I he's, really don't. But damn, man, Fields is going to be so good. But our defense, we miss Roquan. Yes, we do. We miss that draft, that draft pick up in up in Chicago because over the middle, it's not fair to yeah. us. Um, our defensive line doesn't seem to be as good getting the quarterback. DeAndre Walker and DeAndre Baker are still both absolute beasts um, on defense. We have a problem with holding the ball into the end zone, though. I wish I could have been a fly on the wall on, on Monday. I don't think my ears would have let me hear it. I think it would have been words that I didn't know existed, so yeah. I wouldn't have known. Because, again, I don't remember who it was. Was it Simmons? Was it Tyler Simmons that did it? That just uh, Anyway, we had the pass play. Guy runs in the end zone and right before the goal line flips it backwards out of his hand to celebrate. What happened at South Carolina when Baker picked it off, ran it right before the end zone, flicked it backwards. The rest on this one, however, they reviewed it. They somehow said the touchdown stood. But I don't think it did. I was surprised. I really was surprised. I don't think and, it did. Uh, I mean, the only thing, well, obviously the only thing was there wasn't, I guess, a good enough angle. angle? Yeah, but, but I don't... it sure as hell looked like he dropped it. Yeah, it didn't look, like, did look mean... like it was going in at all. So, and there was no one around to save him and recover it. Like there was last one. No, we didn't have a heads up guy on that one. So yeah. Kirby, I like to think has just beaten them like mentally. And it's like, I swear to God, if anybody, I mean, maybe physically, if honestly, you don't like, bring the football back to the sideline after you score, and a you touchdown, hand it to me. That's what you're running. That's what I would do miles. If I was a coach, that's what I would do. I was like, if you score a touchdown, you do not drop that. You bring no. that ball to me. You give it to me. I'll give it back to the ref. If you want to keep it, we'll give it to the equipment guy. You never put the ball on the yeah. ground. It's not rugby. You're not getting a try. Hold the damn football through the end zone. Or if you're going to celebrate, run to the back of the end zone. And then set it down. We used to do that. That used to be a Georgia thing back in the day. If we could bring that back, it would be real cool because I wouldn't have to stress every time we scored thinking, hey, did he actually hold on to the football while running? Right. It's frustrating. It is. And I can only imagine being a coach. Oh, a right, head right. coach, a wide receiver coach, offensive coordinator. I could not imagine, like, I, if I – you know, if, that, if I was an offensive and, and coordinator you know that, and I was up in the booth, I would go down to the sideline. I'm not even like, like an offensive coordinator. You think like the wide receivers coach on that play, like and Kirby, just like turns around and just glares <laughs> at the wide out coach, and the wide receiver coach is like, "What is going?" Like yeah. he's just like, "Oh no!" Like he just this fear. This is comes my job. Over him. He let go of the ball. This is now my ball. Like so, yeah. I want that to stop. That that was talking UGA. That's 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 where my my problem is. We got Tennessee tomorrow at three thirty. Shouldn't be much of a football game because Tennessee's just garbage. They'll always be garbage. They've always been garbage. Um, that's all I got. You? Uh, go Braves. Go Tiger. Go Connor. Go Dogs. Go Falcons. But sure. Eh. Yeah. Whatever. Beat Cincinnati, I guess. Yeah. Just don't let us down. Yeah. Just don't lose Cincy. All right. See you next week. Bye. Hopefully. Hey. <laughs>